Hey everyone, and welcome to the Insight Works podcast in conversation. I'm your host, Michelle, and this week we're going to be talking with Deanna from our team about programming. Um, so let's just jump right in, and I'd like to welcome Deanna to the podcast. Thank you, Michelle. Um, so one of our first questions is, how long have you been programming, and at what age did you start? Yeah, so I was always interested in computers from a young age, so I'm not surprised I found myself in this career field. Uh, My first taste of actual programming was in grade 10. Uh, Up until then, I wanted to be a teacher, and then I wrote my first few lines of code in a very basic framework called Turing, and I was hooked. Uh, I changed my focus, and I started looking at careers in programming in IT. Um, And now I've been working in this field for the last 11 years, I think. So what got you hooked on it? Why do you like programming so much? Uh, I enjoy programming because it forces you to really think outside the box. Many things have been done before. Programming and web development design, it's not a new concept by any means. There's always uh, newer and better ways to do something. Uh, There's new frameworks, there's new design principles, new ways of querying data. Uh, So just when you think you've got it figured out, someone has found another way and then you gotta go and redo everything that you just did. (laughs) That's a a daily struggle around here. Um, But it keeps me on my toes and I love the challenge. That's that's actually awesome, and I can definitely attest to um, keeping updated is always a challenge. So being a female in this male-dominated field, why do you think there are fewer female developers, and what could we do to change and improve that number? I'm really not sure why there are fewer female developers, to be honest. Um, it's a great career field. And I think many women would be great at it. Uh, Perhaps they're intimidated because it's a male-dominated field. I personally use this to my advantage, uh, whether it be in a classroom, uh, a job interview, or any type of work meeting. I'm usually always the only woman in the room. And I think that helps me because I stand out. It makes me unique. People remember me. They remember what I've had to say. Um, So, yeah, I, I mean... It sucks that there's not very many of us, but right now it's, uh, I think it works to my advantage. Um, I have attended a few tech conferences based on women in computing and technology. Um, I think they're great, they're very empowering. Um, I would love to attend a few more or even have the chance to be a speaker at one. Um, I also mentored at an event put on by STEM Sault Ste. Marie uh, and it aims at promoting science and technology careers in our city. So I had a chance to talk with a few uh, younger students, particularly some female ones. So we'll see, maybe I persuaded them to try this out. I think the shift in that is definitely coming. We can kind of see it in every aspect of business that there's going to be more women involved, which is definitely a good way to go. Um, Do you continue to program at home? Like I know a lot of people always say they take their work home with them. Is this something that you do as well? Uh, I don't have time. (laughs) But no, I always say that programming requires a creative trait. Um, You're usually given an end result and or a goal and you need to figure out how to make it essentially. Um, With that same principle in mind, my creative outlet at home is sewing and crafting. Um, I love making handmade gifts and items for friends and family and uh, I've got myself quite the production going on there now. So what behaviors and interests seem to go good with developers? You've mentioned um, having a creative um, trait to use as one of the skills that you would need. 
Is there anything else? Yeah. So I like this question because it usually surprises people, my response to this. Are you sure you need to have an interest in computers and technology? But that alone won't make you a good programmer. Um, You need to be able to take the big picture or problem and break it down into manageable steps or pieces and build it or solve it. You can't get bogged down with all the details at once because you'll just, you won't go anywhere. (laughs) Um, You need to solve one step at a time and move on to the next step. Um, Organization is key, not only with documentation, but your thoughts and how you organize your code. You want the code to be readable by other people as well as execute efficiently. And yeah, as I mentioned before, creativity is key. Um, A lot of times we're given a scenario or a document um, and you need to be able to visualize how to turn that into a technological solution. So you need to design the database, you need to think about um, user interaction and UI design um, and usability and making sure it's intuitive. Um, So in terms of your programming, what um, item or what result are you most proud of? I'm not proud of one project in particular. Um, For me, what I find the most rewarding is seeing our clients using the application and their reactions. Um, It's pretty funny. Over the years, we've had happy tears. We've had shrieks of joy. We even had someone tell me I'm not being paid enough because I've helped them so much. That was pretty cool. Um, It's a great feeling, though, when the hard work you've put in gets successfully implemented by the end users. And it's... That's sort of what is like the great sense of accomplishment for me. Um, And then along with that, I'm always checking up on usage and running reports and seeing who is using what and doing what in Viewpoint. Uh, I joke that I'm always watching. I know everything people are doing in there. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a bad thing. If they're using it, that's definitely a plus. Yep, that's right. So because programming is forever evolving and always moving, where do you see things going in the next five to ten years? Yeah, so the last few years have all been about data collection. Um, And I think now you're going to see a lot of companies leveraging this data and using it to display trends, predict future outcomes, as well as highlight areas of inefficiency or efficiency. Um, You know, I always say, what good is all this data we've collected if we don't do anything with it? Um, I think another spinoff from this idea is sharing all this data, um, whether it's through using APIs to query or update data from one application and another. Um, More and more applications are creating public APIs so that they can integrate with each other's systems and become more valuable. Um, This is something that we are looking at doing and moving in that direction, so stay tuned. (laughs) So I know we've all definitely, here at InsightWorks, we've definitely all been guilty of this. But what are things that non-programmers like myself think are really easy that turn out to be really difficult? This is kind of the running joke here in the office. Um, Anytime Mark thinks that something is easy, it's actually really difficult and vice versa. Uh, He just now knows to go with the opposite of his gut reaction when guessing the complexity and timing of things. (laughs) And he hasn't been wrong yet, so we'll just stick to that philosophy. Um, Another thing, too, it's sometimes difficult to explain, uh, whether it's internally or to our clients, why changing a a color scheme, which appears to impact the entire application, is less work than adding a new field to an input form and saving it to the database. But that's a whole other discussion. (laughs) Um, Well, thank you so much for joining us today, and I hope everyone has enjoyed a little... Um, intro to our programmers here at InsightWorks and this has been another conversation with us so thanks so much